Hey there. Before we got started, we want to say a quick thank you to our host, Muse on Minis. For years now, Muse on Minis has been the industry leader in beautiful, high-quality tabletop accessories. From tokens to widgets to terrain and more across a wide variety of games, Muse on Minis has everything you could possibly need to complete your tabletop wargaming experience. Head to MuseOnStore.com to see what new innovations the fellas come up with next. That's MuseOnStore.com. Musing and amusing accessories for every gamer. Now on to the show. Give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. A sheep for two, a kangaroo, a clothesline out the back, veranda out the front, and an old rocking chair. Uh, hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Full Tilt. My name is Stephen, and I play Scorn and Circle. My name is Jesse, and I play Grimkin. And today we have. Uh, the one and only James Moops Magic Morehouse on with us to talk about uh, Circle. How are you going? Hey guys, thanks for having me. You're continuing the tradition of uh, frustrating Australians on the podcast, so good to see that uh, <laughs> keeping up. What? Oh, doing what we can. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Davies a Welshman, according to the uh, Chaos Born people. That's what so, I heard. He's not even know. a real Australian. Yeah, he he is. We don't want to claim ownership, but he did this thing once where he won the WTC lock and load and War Machine weekend all in one year. So we thought, actually, he can he can he can we'll, he can stay just like just like Russell, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 you, yeah, you exactly. can't deny the man, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he's pretty yeah. Okay. So, how long have you been playing the game? Introduce yourself. You've been you you you're a pretty prominent member of this you know, group, I guess, you know, so. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely like a global community these days with how how connected we are and how everyone seems to know everyone and a couple of sort of central, it's been interesting watching like, uh, we have essentially like a central Facebook page and a central Discord and that's how kind of everyone seems to sort of stay in touch and know each other on a a sort of global scale. Um, I've been playing for about 11 years. Um, in which time I basically played everything, at least dabbled. Um, there was a period where I was living in New York and I was playing Signar, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, these days I play Circle, Grimkin and Infernals. Oh, cool. Um, and I took a little hiatus for a couple of years, uh, back from about 2015, 16-ish to 2018, 19-ish. Um, and yeah, been been enjoying the, the journey ever since over the last sort of two and a half years. Nice. So you uh, you skipped the horrible rollout of Mark III then? Oh no, man, was... man, there were some uh, there were some questionable things going on at the start of, of yeah, uh, Mark III. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Wait, did you did you miss that? He did. He was uh, he because 2016 lock and loads when Mark III rolled out. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. No, good point. Um. Yeah. Yeah, the the sort of early Mark Three, it did look fun, like you could play a lot of things, but that transition into theme lists being, you know, the only oh, viable man. way to play it took a, seems like it took a while to iron out the kinks. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it still burns me a little bit, to be honest. So, uh, but yeah. Tom likes it though. Tom Tom made some good points, saying like, you know, like he thinks a lot. Of, I mean, at least in trolls, and he's not wrong that uh, you know you can you can pretty much play whatever you want there. I mean, look, I wasn't there, so I can't really comment, but um, <laughs> the people who did play at it and stuck with it seemed to enjoy it, and the people who didn't seemed to not enjoy it in this like crazy trend of uh, 
uh, bias. Yeah, that's <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, weird. <laughs> mm, weird, hey? Yeah. People who stuck with something enjoyed it, and the people who didn't, didn't. How yeah. bizarre. Crazy. Do you, uh, Do you, uh, oh, on that question, I guess we could kind of roll out into a tangent as normal, but, uh, <laughs> Do you think certain uh, certain lists could be played non-themed now with this update? Oh, that's a good one. I, I thought about that a bit, actually. With requisition points um, coming down a bit um, yeah. in, in sort of value in that, you know, you get up to a five-point fight solo and occasionally a six-point support piece. Mm-hmm. But really, it's, it's actually flooded with sort of three- and four-point solos. Um, right. I'd like I'd like to imagine we've moved away from you know three units of initiates for twenty one points down to like <laughs> three average solos for for twelve points. Um, I'd like to imagine it can be explored. I still think twelve points is a is a pretty massive sort of gap or up to fifteen points. But mm. also some some factions have sort of got away a bit better than others in terms of what's what's available. So example um i think it was uh there are some menoth options where yeah you might get one or maybe even two five point solos but it really is threes and fours across the board whereas some others just take so for example in kador they can take two suppression tankers and one of the other man of wars and that's 17 points in requisition so i i think it's early days but i think it's if if there is a viable time or time to start exploring it it's probably probably now yeah, um, it yeah, reminds yeah. me, we had an event uh, a couple of months ago and um, we had a guy turn up with a Kaya 2 list and it just looked really small. So I like looked through it and I'm like, where are your requisition points? And he's like, <laughs> what? What's a requisition point? And I'm like, what theme are you playing? And he's like, what's a theme? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, respect for like showing up and not really knowing, just like pulling out old models that you haven't used in a while. Yeah, it did really make me think that this update has really been focused on uh, existing players. And uh, obviously, I'm not trying to solve every every problem of the world in one hit. But I do hope that there is a focus on, in the future, you know, um, two-player starter sets, the new player yeah. experience, getting yeah. people, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Totally agree. Faye did mention that, right? That there was plans for a two-player starter set and then the pandemic hit and all the yeah. shipping yeah. issues just kind of tanked that. But, uh, yeah. I really yeah. feel like they could do. Uh, they don't need to do bra machine boxes, but you you know that's an option. Like to like essentially a, uh, one of the, the, the what are the all in one boxes they had uh, years back. You know, yeah. like doing, some, doing something to that effect. I really feel like they need to do something like that and get the stores bumping again because that's the whole problem with the game right now. I feel like you know, like I feel the, the update's great, but uh, like they have the same issue with. Um, there's just not people going in stores, you know. They don't support. I mean, I don't know how it is in over where you guys are at, but you know, none of our stores really carry it much anymore. So. No, that, that is right. Yeah, I mean, one, it's good to hear them say, like publicly say, um, that they would support the raw machine and they think that's a great way to start playing. Right. So it's yeah. a little bit of a dependency on a third party, which is hopefully they formalize that relationship a bit more because I think it is a great way to get into the game. But in terms of stocking a game, there's no fucking way any no way. shop wants to stock War Machine anymore. It's no. it's it's a dated business model. You can't just yeah. like sell a box plus expansions when there's 1,500 SKUs, right? Yeah, it's good. So, so I, I think that there's there's a couple of ways ways forward. 
some being uh, 3D printing is a whole nother conversation. I don't think they need to go into or it will kill their livelihood. But basically, like moving towards more centralized hubs, like in Australia, if you want to buy a war machine in Australia, there's like two or three major stockists and they stock everything. Um, okay. I'd, imagine, I'd imagine it's like pseudo similar in yeah. in some stocks in America, like you got DGI that stock essentially everything. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we're fortunate enough to live like two hours from there, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. from the actual shop and at least you know but to support an lgs you have to like uh go through back order and then they need to be able to access stock really quickly so it kind of yeah. just depends what model they want to what model they want to roll with right. um and i think we need to all uh you know support them in any way in any way oh, that yeah. we can and not 3d print junior archons i think uh i mean on on that topic like we you know, yeah, I want to support my local store, and they, I think the way to do that is events, not not buying stuff. It's events. correct because the problem is the line's so big. You know, like they won't, they can't bring the line in. You know, like it's way bigger than the Games Workshop wall at it. You know, right now. So I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, that I mean, that was a massive tangent. Let's get the ghost of yeah. Chris Davies out of here. But, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so, how is, uh, so how, you know, you live in Canberra, right? Or you used I do. to? Done your research. Well done. Well, no, I, I, I anyway, <laughs> I, I assumed because you lived there five years ago. But maybe I'm, that's a bad assumption. Anyway, how is the game doing there? Do you have a decent group of locals compared to a couple of years ago, or like? I don't know. Yeah, so I started sort of running events and stuff again uh, two years ago, and we had nice. a pretty decent little little community, but it was really just people organizing one-on-one to play. So okay. I started to run some tournament series, and tournaments is probably like a not the right word for it, but just like event like organized play yeah. um i think some people get scared by tournaments we have a lot of we have a, like a whole variety of players from you know multiple players who've represented australia through to um people who really probably haven't played outside their immediate community mm-hmm. um and so we started running some events then we had the bushfires of 2020 where oh, there was man. so much smoke like in in my city that we couldn't uh you, you basically couldn't even go outside the house jesus um, <sighs> And then we ran an event and then COVID happened. So we, we locked down for about three or four months pretty early on. Um, and then we got back to normal for about the last uh, year up until about a month ago hmm. where, yeah, we were just having really great events. The Sydney guys, so Tom Oliver and co that you've spoken to would come down, um, guys from other regional areas. So like central New South Wales, like Wagga um, would travel. Um, and yeah, we'd have, we had a 24, the, peak was probably like a 24 player teams tournament which was really fun and then uh and then we had a we had a couple of events scheduled where we had 60 or 70 players and then delta hit and so we've canned that and moved it to next year (laughs) um so hopefully look australia's looking pretty good my city's hitting 90 percent double vax today so yeah so we uh we're really hoping to be back on track by basically january and uh back to normal hey we're 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 pushing 45 percent here so Australia, I think I said this somewhere else, but Australia's like that guy who rocks up to the party and everyone's like pretty drunk, but he's he hasn't drunk anything. So to compensate, he brings like a bottle of Moderna and skulls it. And he's like, <laughs> and everyone else is like revving him up to go, but everyone else is getting like more sober and Australia's just getting really drunk. So in a good way. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like a good yeah, right. 
Yeah. Do you ever play? Uh, did you play much War Table? You play online games or mostly? Yeah, a lot. I guess right. A lot. It's it's interesting. Some people seem to be very attached to the physical experience of playing. I just enjoy the the game for the for the sort of puzzle that it is. Um, yep. So I, I yeah, I played a fair bit of War Table. A lot of War Table actually. Yeah. Yes, I played I a lot of games back in the day too. Oh, we did yeah, too. Yeah, we did too. Oh man, Ben Leeper is the guy who showed me how to play on Vassal. That guy's nuts. But yeah, Benny, uh, what yeah. A, absolutely. I want him yeah. to play this game again. But anyway, um, yeah. So they live on the other side of Australia, right? And forty yeah. k is really pumping over there. And it's not so much that they don't want to play; it's more that like you kind of have to start from scratch again. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, and it, it's just tough. Like, why they can join an existing massive community, or they can build it up from the ground up again. Yeah, they're not really. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Why does this him and Aaron Thompson, right? The, the two of them together, easy. The, yeah, they're the two big ones, and then there's a couple of other guys. But I, I mean, as well, over the last you know six to eight to ten years, a lot of those people have um like a couple of guys jumped to mind one guy earl he's had a kid a bunch of them had kids a bunch of them, like their life has substantially changed and their yeah. focus and priorities have changed so it, you'd have to bring in the new new generation i think yeah, that's the way it goes anyway mm. so let's uh, get on to the update shall we what, what do you f- yeah. how do you feel about the update in general um good question i think it's a step forward uh, initially, when I saw a lot of the spoilers coming out, I was super, super, super excited. Nine and a half out of ten. Yep, this is the right way to go. Hmm. On the full spoil, I probably take that back a bit. I probably wind it back to about a six out of ten. I think it's still definitely a step forward. Um, my uh, and and I think it's if they're really clear about what's happening next, that, you know, there is there are constant things that we want to keep on a bit of a watch list and check and update, um, then I'll upgrade that to probably like an 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, but uh, my, my main issue is the inconsistency with which things were, were done um, and just some things that maybe, and again, this is like an update of, you know, 750 SKUs or something. Yeah. That... Um, just the things that maybe show out of being a little bit out of touch with where the game sits. So, like, one that jumps out to me with Fire of Salvation going down to 13 points. That Jack is already the best Jack in the game. Why yep. did it get a point discount? Right? I don't know. Um, Signar, Signar overall, I think on I'm excited for them to play. I think they are the... the embodiment of this game that 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 faction they they just represent so many amazing things about the game i think that they whilst yes they got buffed um not the right direction i think there are a lot of missed opportunities um <laughs> and i hope that we is, as long as we see more updates of this kind in the future i'm extremely positive but if it was a one and done thing i'd be I'd be a little bit on the fence hmm. I, uh, I don't feel- know if go ahead Oh, I don't know if she came out and said it outwardly, if I was having a fever dream, but I thought she said that they were going to do this with more regularity, and I think this was just like so long overdue that it was so huge that she had to do all these sweeping changes. And to me, it feels like with the new dev team, they did this to kind of start over a little bit, to have a little bit of a clean slate so then they can take the game in the direction that they want to but uh, yeah ab- absolutely and i think you're, you're right on both points and i think it's going to be a great way forward and if that's the case fantastic cool. but like just looking at some things um 
as an I don't expect them to hit 100 percent of the, the the game in one go. But just as, as a really quick example, fire of salvation going down a point is like what the fuck. But then something like nightmare not getting yeah, any yeah. points. Was that? Did they just miss it or something? Secondly, secondly, there are a couple of um, there are a couple of things that just they they could have easily been addressed as a part of quality of life and um, keeping some things really fresh and interesting. Example: the circle casters. I think that there was a lot missed or a lot of potential for opportunity missed. And then also things like giving the Kaya's uh, jump start for Kaya 1 and flashing blade for Kaya 3. Like, yeah. that's quite not what I think they, they, they needed. And yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. was more... They were victims of um, soothing song on other casters rather than right. them actually needing it. So yeah, I what, I, what I would have liked to see is a real look at... Because their casters define so much of the faction, just really tweaking some of those... Um, things that make casters, you know, interesting and playable and viable, as mm. well as some of the some of the bottom end as well. Again, I keep talking from a circle perspective, but things like skinwalkers, like yeah. I think about skinwalkers as a bit of an anvil unit, whereas the rest of the wolves or the like single wound infantry are kind of like that the hammer. And they've yeah. addressed a little bit of that the hammer stuff. But skinwalkers, when you compare them to wardens from Rat, it's just night and day. Oh, yeah. Um so, like, even a, a theme, a, a, an ability for them, like, battle-driven, which gives them a real anvil of, hey, if you hit us, we're going to come back and hit you harder, but we're not going to go at, you know, speed a million, strength a million. Um, that would have been really suitable for them. Instead, it was just point discount. So, moral of this story is I think there were just some things that were lazy, and I hope that they continue to clean up because it's a great direction to head in overall. Hmm. I feel like I agree with you. Uh, uh, for the most part, I think, like... I th- maybe I was under the wrong impression, but I was under the impression that it was like, and there are, there were, you know, things that were verbally addressed, like words changed, you know, verbally, but like, you know, most like nine, I don't know, maybe 80% of the update was just points. I was expecting more, like more things for certain factions, like Cricks, in my opinion, didn't like, get crazy much but i don't want to say that too much because i already harped on them <laughs> so yeah and look, I think, like, that's, a, that's a suitable methodology right like i i remember faye said i took things that i thought were baseline in each faction so like the um the ironclad in signa or whatever the examples are i can't remember and then okay. said okay if that's the standard and that's that compares to the destroyer and that compares to the Reckoner or whatever across factions yeah. and then go up and down relative to there, right? I think that's yeah. a great way to, a great principle to start attacking the game from. But yeah. then again, I see it inconsistently. Why is a Stormclad still 5 trillion points? Right. Why, what, I mean, it did get a, it did get an update recently, but why is yeah. Thunderhead? So like, it just seems very inconsistent. If they're going to do it, do it properly. Again, like Circle, Circle was done pretty consistently on the heavies. The lights are a bit of a are still like a bit of a joke. Like if I look at sure. the um, the Griffins in Circle, there's still yeah. pre- there's still one that is playable, and the other two are like, why do you exist? Like I right. cannot play, I cannot play these pieces. So again, like not expecting them to get a hundred percent of things in go, and I just hope this isn't a, a one and done because uh, man, a big, a massive shake up for a game like this is for the game is really exciting to get people yeah. engaged again. Like it's it's yeah. kind of what, yeah. what games need. You just can't do it too often. 
No, no, exactly, exactly. What do you think? Like, what do you think's acceptable number? You know, like once a year, once every nine months. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, like yeah, good question. It depends on the size, right? So, if they let's just say that they were trying to get a hundred percent of things in this, and let's just say I make up numbers, they got eighty. Well, I hope they get the remaining twenty in maybe three months, sure, and then from sure. there, there maybe like. If you're looking at like a bit of like an annual patch or an annual shakeup or something, mm. that might be that might be the way to go. Yeah. Like almost align it with the steamroller season or, or six months out, so that you get a, a new steamroller six months later. You get a massive update six months later, a new steamroller. Yeah. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah staggered off. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, damn it! I was going to make a point. Hmm. Oh. oh well, go ahead, Steve. Uh, do you think the the pseudo lights are all, all workable now with the the three satyrs? I think the I loved the gnarl horn before, like for for no uh, reason. I love it. Yeah. Ten points. Ooh. When what, do you mean goats or lights? Uh, well, the pseudo lights. So yeah, the goats, the half, the tweeners, the half yeah, right, right. Yeah, the, the 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 heavy lights. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I reckon all three are playable. I reckon the rip horn is a is a massive winner. Eleven point rip horns are. Oh pretty- man bonkers and i think i think if you're going to find something abusive and oppressive it'll be in goat spam <laughs> for sure um yeah, the other two being 10 points like the gnarl horn the gnarl horn's pretty good it's just that his his main rule of counter slam grand slam follow-up um is kind of like it doesn't really work just because of how strict slams have to be so like any player with more than five games experience will be able to counter his main shtick effectively but i think at 10 10 points though like it's pretty hard to go wrong and then and then same with the shadow horn but the rip on the rip on's in a class of its own i reckon oh yeah especially compared with kruger zero you know that uh lightning blade on it oh man yeah exactly did you have (laughs) a designing that model we can record. We can cut it out, by the way. Uh, no, no, no. I had nothing to do with him. No. Oh man, I'm like jagging now. Like I, I, when I was messaging with you, like Crump, <laughs> he's just like that is the best design model the circles ever gotten. <laughs> so, when he says best, does he mean worst? Uh, no, no, no. He was serious. So yeah, and we yeah, got so yeah. uh, just a random tangent, real quick. We not we the this update has Crump, Maxon, Nigel, and Chad all. Like kind of back, like toes back in the water, yeah. you know. So it's just a oh, good yeah. thing. So yeah, that's sensational. But, that's awesome. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, just real quick, Kruger two. I how sorry, Kruger zero. How people think that he's one of the worst juniors? Oh thinking, my! Man? What the oh, fuck? Are you yeah, talking I don't about? know. So oh. just think about this. Like when he was in isolation, when it was just him before the primal was announced and before all the map buffs and, and sorry, strength buffs, yep. he was like maybe acceptable, maybe pushing it, right? Like plus two strength on a stick on things that are already natively PS19 in terms of stalkers and getterix. Yep. Now, now yep. you've got free PS21. That's really pushing it. You're already the fastest. You're already the hardest hitting. You can get away. Yes, you're a little bit of a glass cannon, but that's also that's also changing. Def 14 isn't what it used to be. Yep. But, no, no. Um, but uh, PS21 is already pushing it. Now, now, Circle basically just got plus one map, plus four strength on a stick. 
uh, on, yeah. on basically anything that matters. And to be blunt, yeah. that's not okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, but it's good, though. It's good I'm for okay. you. <laughs> I love them with I mean, uh, It's people. good for me when I play Circle if I want to win games. But, um, <laughs> and I'm glad to see something new come to the forefront. But I don't think of... I don't really think of it that way. I think of what's good no, for no. the game. Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree. <laughs> I... I I like, like I was writing a list last night for Chromac too, and he gets PS25 heavies without trying. What the fuck, dude? I remember a time when PS22 was like absolute god tier. You've got a primal walker <laughs> under Universe of Shadows or something, or Kaya 2, and that was like absolutely nightmare wrecking. And again, I understand the games moved on, numbers machine is a, is a bit of a thing, but. Yeah. S23 with no drawbacks and free sprint is still not okay, let alone any buffs. Like, like I'm well, just kind of not even considering Chromac. I, I've written lists for everyone, but I've, I'm kind of not even considering Chromac 2 and Kaya 3 because getting Wolves up to PS25, 26 is kind of unnecessary. It's more like, <laughs> you want to try and... Um, do you want to try and abuse goats or, or you know, right. slightly yeah, less, yeah. Strong, less strong things as much? Yeah, I think for sure. he's the coolest for uh, P. Chromac, actually. That's my favorite caster in Circle to play the most. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. But get, yeah. get that bestial spell up there a little farther, a little safer, especially with comboed with the well. That's what I'm most oh, looking yeah. forward to. Kruger Zero is his is his best friend. When Before this update, um, I put Kruger Zero plus a wild weird into his bones list because he can take a living heavy and that Gatorix goes nuts. And yeah. um, I was just a match match made in heaven. He can give him clouds and his bigger control range. Yeah, best deal up there. Yeah, Chromac. Chromac one is uh, forever in my heart, one of the, the circle OGs. But, yeah, but sure. just... Just to sort of round that conversation out, because I've pulled a Chris Davies and gone down 17 rabbit holes. Um, um, <laughs> I love making Chris. It's so good. <laughs> love it. Um, uh, but really, th- th- again, and this has been focused on sort of uh, new, uh, sorry, existing players. If the stuff that is best in class slots doesn't get replaced or doesn't, you know, at least have a question mark over its head, as to should I play this? If that doesn't change at all, if it's just the rich get richer, mm. then it's probably a failed update in my in my mind. Yeah. And look, stalkers got it. It's not like reforms are so good that they're going to replace stalkers. Right. It's not like it's not like I don't know. Some solo is so good it's going to replace black clads. It doesn't matter if you make Tharn Wolfrider champions one point if still every time people are taking black clads for three points in that slot anyway. Um, and I think that there's a lot of that in in this circle sort of update that the rich parts of circle are just even richer. Even if you've elevated the D tier shit to an A, it doesn't matter if S. It doesn't matter if D went to A if S went to S plus. You know what right, I mean? Right. I see what you're saying. So, um, do you think uh, Beast Bricks are back for Circle then, or is it? Is absolutely. It not? Okay. To give you to give you an idea, this is what my war room looks like: Wild Hunt, Wild Hunt, Bones, Wild Hunt, Wild Hunt, Wild Hunt, Secret Masters, Secret Masters, Wild Hunt, Wild Hunt. Okay, nice. well, that is an improvement, nice. then, right? I mean, that's before it was probably just Bones and Secret Masters. I'm going to guess. I mean. The Secret Masters list is I was trying to experiment with the new Tubbin guy giving a boosted Fulcrum. Attacks. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, I think Wild Hunt is the is the premier circle list, and I think you might even you, you'll either see Wild Hunt paired with Wild Hunt, or which is just the most bizarre sentence to say out loud, <laughs> or Wild Hunt paired with uh, any one of the other three lists. So, do you think the D- D- Devourer Host has fallen behind a bit then? 
yeah, I mean, it hasn't really got any updates in this, right? Um, and it was already sort of a little bit on the downswing due to the amount of anti-living. Again, that's mm. that's changing a bit. Um, I still think it's super, super powerful. It's a great list, but it was also the first time that Circle had good medium hitting infantry when Tharn came out, like yeah. ever, really. Um, and so it, it makes sense that it's still a bit of a staple and it still fills a unique role for Circle. Um, the it, it was still the premier list prior to this, and I think if Circle Living Beasts weren't so crazy now it would still probably you know it'd be it'd be pretty up there the the circle themes are actually in a really good spot you could you could tell me i'm pairing any of those themes with any of those themes and i'd believe you and you could win an event hey that's so, good yeah. so yeah I'd, I'd be surprised to see double devour as host but i wouldn't you know i wouldn't be surprised if it if it won an event hmm, cool do you um do you think that more casters, warlocks, whatever you want to call them, in the game, like these, I think the uh, regulars rule is pretty sweet. So, like, you yeah. know, uh, for instance, like Iona could have a unit of Tharn in whatever theme she took, which hundred percent, cool, you know, she's unplayable outside. You wouldn't play her outside of Devourer's host. There's no reason to, right? right? And right. I think that's really shit design. Um, yep. And so Irregulars is a way of addressing that for sure. It opens up a whole swathe of options for her. Mm. If you give her one Irregular unit of some sort of Tharn, I don't know I don't know if it'd be the male Tharn or female Tharn or whatever. I mean, you, um, can do, you do the source and do, just do Tharn. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Okay? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I think that, like, that is, a, that is a, without thinking through the in-depth ramifications, that is a great example of a quality of life change I would have liked to see. Because any right. caster that, like, uh, written in such a way that it really encourages you to build, you know, one type of list. That's a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah that, that, that would be an awesome change. Cool. Sure. Did you? Um, did Circle get a synergistic magic caster? No, no, I don't think no? so. No. Oh, no. Damn it! I was so really hoping the, every faction would get one. <laughs> it, like when you look at this update, when you look at a circle perspective of this update, the caster changes were like a C. Like yeah. Kai, the Kai is a little bit messy. Kai two is pretty got a nice little buff win yeah. unyielding, but I don't doesn't really gel with her um her playstyle of hit and run. Sure. Like, I, I, yeah, I yeah. like it. I'm not gonna complain about it. Um the Bradigus thing, I don't know if anyone was screaming out for Bradigus changes. Um the most <laughs> impactful caster change was Wormwood making it into Secret Masters. Sure. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. But otherwise the casters are relatively untouched. It's more what do the other things open up for them? Light war okay. beasts, meh. Heavy war beasts, oh my god, what the fuck? Solos <laughs> um, definitely didn't need to go down in points. The black cloud and the stone shapers and that definitely no. didn't need to go down. And um, and then units, uh, yeah, the the reeves and the wolves are fine. They they there are reasonable changes. And skinwalkers were a missed opportunity. Marags a missed opportunity. So really, it's a bit of a C across the board, rather other than heavy beasts. Yeah, you know, uh, they have a lot of options at that fifteen point slot right now, right? Loki. The oh yeah, Walker, yeah, Loki. Yeah, but like Wild Wardens were already one of the best um, yeah. heavies in the game. Why did that go down? My my know. bones list got like twelve points overnight. Holy crap! I had yeah, so much like, list built. And like I, I only so I play the small. I play 
well, I don't really play Infernals, but I own them. <laughs> I've dabbled. But I have yeah. this I play Gramkin, play Crucible Guard, and I own trolls. I have lists for all of them. Man, none of my lists change that much, but I guess <laughs> that's part of the course, huh? So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Infernals Infernals take a little bit of juggling now just to get it right. I hope I think yeah. it opened up Hearts of Darkness a bit. But just, for just sure. back to back to Circle. Um <laughs> I think that that what's exciting is that some casters I'm looking I keep looking at Chromac one oh, um, have been opened up into Wild Hunt basically. Not yeah. not you know um, Mosar got a new spell and now everyone's going to play Mosar or they fixed, you know, pillars once and for all and, you know, those kind of things. So <laughs> I love it's Mosar. It's definitely exciting times. I know we want to get our beast back on the board, but, um, uh, I mean, that Iona example would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, I think one I thing... Think... Go ahead. Oh, I just think it did re- return Circle back to the way that it was kind of intended to be played. It's just a bunch of werewolves, you know, and it's, we're kind of going to get back there, which I'm really excited for. That's what drew me into the faction anyway. And you're going to tell me yeah, you're not absolutely. excited about that Sunhammer buff? Go, go, Mosar. What a beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do that extra point of damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it, he damages horrors now as well, and he'll do three damage yeah. each time they move. So that's probably, you know... 500 points of damage over the course of a game to an infernal player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I, I think I the, other, the other thing as well is just I like to see sort of options and game development go go wide rather than, than deep. So what I mean by yeah. that is... Is if you if you were to play a Morvana, you can't really play Morvana one, right? She's kind of defined by regrowth, which means you want to be regrowing one of your key units. Yeah. It really boils down to like what is a good infantry unit that we want to recur. Well, there's kind of nothing in bones. I don't really fancy myself regrowing druids in Secret Masters. Nope. And maybe there was a case one day, like I tried to do regrowing Skinwalkers. Um, which is which kind of works a little bit because they hyper regenerate when they come back and all these all these things. Sure. But at the end of the day, you're kind of forced to play Devourer's Host. Yeah, um, right. And that's that's not not sort of in in my mind when I say you want to go wide with a caster if they can really only play in one faction. I yeah, own the major culprit. <laughs> then that's kind of boring. Yep, for sure. I, her, uh, I mean, uh, she besides Cormac, she's my favorite caster. And I played her double blood pack, the medium based bow guys. Man, those guys yeah. are nuts with mortality. But then I sure also mortality is just such a good uh, uh, instigator that I just put her in secret masters with some crow craters and the new pharaoh brigands, and you can geomance that shit all over the place. It's insane. I think she has a place there, but like you said, there's there's no. Oh yeah, yeah, she definitely does. So there's a list I wrote in there, which is like two or three wardens. Um, the uh, what's the minion gator battle engine called? The the, the vault. vault. Yeah, because it gives telemetry. It has telemetry on it. Um, it picks up souls when things die. Um, and uh, and then you take a unit of druids and a unit of the gatorman and the uh, swamp shamblers. Yeah. And so you regrow. A druid dies. He gets the corpse. The sacral vault gets the soul. 
Oh, um, nice. <laughs> and then and then you bring back the druid, so you've made three out of one. <laughs> and then oh, um, awesome. you've got telemetry and hermit in the list as well. So that plus mortality, you can get like plus four, plus four against things. Um, there's there, like there's stuff to explore there, right? right. And I think it's, it's cute, but at the end of the day, I don't want to be regrowing druids. That's what I was going to get at earlier. Do you think they they could have just swapped their card with the Mark II card? And it would 100%. Have been fine. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Give them, yep. give them the push pullback, and exactly. then you start seeing them. That, yeah, I mean, because- that, that brings up another good point. Uh, to use a magic analogy from my friend Nathan Frawley. Um, so they've really got rid of control out of the game over the last couple of years. Kruger 2 is like one of the last few sort of control casters left. Yep. Um, yep. When we saw things like Haley 2 and Ran on the decline. Um, don't know why we are allergic to having sort of control finesse beautiful war machine um removed from the game replaced by numbers machine given mm. that it would have been a golden opportunity to give back something like um druid's push pull that kind of thing and instead um we just gave beast plus one plus four so right. yeah yeah, well. yeah i agree i think that's you know that's one thing steve and i were hoping for is that the druids druids at least get their like the I don't really care. Like the null magic bit would oh, have been fine, but I want it. I mean, yeah, I think it would have been completely fine to be honest. I would have been even okay with no no null magic, but yeah, now just they're the just pull. a very confused unit. They're just cheap yeah, they're with yep. an expensive UA. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm at a loss as to why I'd use them. The the misteriders are a bit more. Yeah, I was gonna say the misteriders look pretty sweet though. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Morvana two double storm raptor double misteriders. You heard it yeah, here buddy. first. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. hey, what do you think about the uh, Waldrath? It's 31 points now, which was not in the document. Yeah, I was actually trying to write a list for it this morning because I think, again, my boy Kramak 1 could probably do a good job of it. He can make it armor 22. Yeah. It's a decent warpath trigger. And then I was like, oh, I just want more heavy living warbase instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> 31 points, right? That's another example of lazy. Uh, it has a single shot gun. It has yeah. this weird utility animus. I would have liked to see the identity of um, most factions have two colossal gargantuans, right? I would have liked to see one. I think uh, Infernals have got it relatively right. One is sort of the gun platform, and one is the melee one. I would have liked to see yeah. if the storm is the is the damage uh, gargantuan in circle. Then make the Waldrath the support one. So right. make him like. Um, make him have things like some sort of null magic aura around him. His Ooh. animus is heading in the right direction, you know, utility for the rest of the army, and make his gun platform a little bit more sustainable so he can sit back and, and perform that role, whether he gets, right. you know, like some little eye lasers or an extra big, like a rate of fire two shot, so that he can kind of play a bit more of a blight bringer role. Circle yes. um, Legion's done it well. The the Archangel is um is the glass cannon and the blight bringer is the anchor anchor yep. utility piece. I would have liked to see a bit more of that identity come out. Not yep. not saying the Archangel's good. I think Archangel's over the top. But um I would have yeah. really liked to see that. Instead, I just see minus six points. Look, probably still won't play him. Unfortunately. Yeah, which is bummer because the model is great, but I agree. It is. Uh, even just like reload one helps them quite a bit. Then you, you at least do something on the approach a little bit. But yeah. I like your utility Wait, idea a lot better. What would help him, sorry? Uh, reload uh, one. Reload one, yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. He's still a pretty cheap 
package. You only just need that one stone shaper to run him. Yeah. Um, so he's 33 points, really. Yeah, that's um, right. But it's just like, I, you know, back in Mark II, it was, I just don't really feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't really, uh, like you said, they're half of the gargantuans are good, I think. Like, there's a lot of them that are good, but like the Legion one, like you just said, the Archangel's good uh, over the top, but the Lightbringer's still good because it has like cool abilities. So, why don't they just do that with all of them? You know, like like the the Glacier King, it uh, brings concealment within the three inch radius. That's pretty sweet, you know? Like, I don't just, know. Just have so, a clear identity for them, really. Yeah, I think yeah. That, that, that's that's sort of the design principle. And I don't, I'm not trying to be a, you know, backseat armchair designer. I just <laughs> have. I just have very clear ideas about where I'd love to see this game head. So, and again, I, I think for for an attempt to buff 750 models, it was a, an excellent start. Just oh, keep going. Sure. Don't, don't make yeah, it a one-off. Exactly. Um, so, and just to round out the World Wrath, I, I tried writing that list. Two things happened. I thought, oh my God, I just want a Storm Raptor instead. And <laughs> two, oh my God, I just want two Living Heavies instead. So, <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Yeah, not great. You have to really work hard to be like, okay. So, as an example, when Chromec Two came out, remember how he has Primal Shock and the World Wrath has an additional data hit yeah. on Magic Deck rolls. There was that janky like, I'm going to run a World Wrath at you and yeah. then try and Primal Shock things, right? Which is cute, but it then Chromec Two, so much, so much of his kit is like, I love living heavies, not constructs. Yeah. Get away from me! And so right. you're just pushing shit uphill at that point, right? And he's, he's a, <laughs> I mean, for the same cost, you get Gedrix and a Feral now, so. Mm. Pretty rough. Mm, exactly. Exactly. I, just, I, I wish Chromac 2 had gotten Primal Howl back. I just like that spell. Or was, yeah. It, it's yeah. Just, it fits him so well. He's supposed to be up in there. You've got to be scared of the big guy. But Yeah, anyway. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, and uh, another one, Night Howls on the Skinwalkers. I would have loved yeah. to see that addressed in some way. It's like a mini feat with a three-inch range of like doing nothing. Nothing. Maybe yeah. it's a bigger range. Maybe it's an ongoing buff. Maybe it's like something but give them their howling back give them their identity back as like baby baby uh warp wolves of some sort of anvil yeah anyway yeah no, no no i hear you i hear you uh anyway so we've been i mean we've hit most of these i think but uh what are you most excited about trying in circle uh wild hunt <laughs> um so i am so it, in terms of like the change before so i was really before this update i was playing um a lot of kruger because his besting faction uh chromac one because I, I love him and he's my my pet boy and yep. then una two i've got a lot of different builds for una two that i really loved um so i kind of wanted to pull that over but i i, I had a fresh slate and i built lists um, I'm still excited to play all three of those lists, uh, Una 2, um, Chromac 1, and Kruger 2. Kruger 2 less so, though, and more um, uh, I've got uh, all, all the Kaya's that I want to try. I've never been excited by Kaya 3. I think she's dull and terrible design, but um, I am excited to play her with her new shiny toys. Hmm. Um, same with Chromac 2. Um, same with a couple of variants of Chromac 1. So I've got him in Beasts, I've got him in um, Bones, I've got him in other things. And then also, um, eventually, once I've got that out of my system, uh, Wormwood in uh, Devourer's Host, and then also Wormwood just exploring all these new Secret Master options. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Uh, like things like Slaughterhouses, etc. Um, 
Yeah, that's basically that's basically the gist of it. So it's less caster centric, more base centric, and yeah, it was cool. More base centric. I yeah. Uh, well, like I said, you're 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 more happy about the uh, the everything, everything else other than the casters, yeah. pretty much. So. Yeah. Well, like did, we didn't really have any caster updates. Like the no. biggest one was Bradigus got a fury. Cool. Boom. Back on yeah. the map, baby. Yeah. World War Two. Here we go. He still <laughs> plays the same way he played, man. Dude, right, throw the wall right. in there. Get a big old anchor in there. Get that big dummy up there. Yeah, I will. And then you can't move him with your feet, which is the Woo. only reason you play Bradigus. Yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome. New, new Scornergy. It's in circle. <laughs> I, just, I just finished watching some of the videos of you killing people with that list, and I'm, I forgot how impressive it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wish I'd, um, I wish I'd taken videos of the 2015 CanCon because. Me um, too. Uh, just. <laughs> Wasn't wasn't even hard. I remember, <laughs> Billy, I remember Billy Crookshanks with his scar one, surrounded by literally like four concentric circles of Crick's infantry shit, <laughs> and still like almost killing him, and then realizing there was like a ninety five percent way of doing it, and then people being like, "No, oh, Bradigosh is fine. He's so good. He's so he's so good." And you're like, this See? Is dumb. he lost. <laughs> see if he lost. See? Oh, like, man. oh my god, give me like five minutes more practice and I'd never lose <laughs> yeah, a game with him ever again. Oh man. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was a nightmare like, time. But like that's the I hate that in this sort of discourse of you know how we talk about the game. Oh, this guy went four 0 at a tournament. He must know what he's doing. No, dude, he just fucking rolled a boosted nine instead of a boosted eight that one time, <laughs> and now now he's not written off as a three one or a two two or a zero four player or whatever. Like, right. like we, we actually need to move away from that kind of discussion yeah. of four nil is good, x x and zero is good. So let's talk about those. No, let's just talk more holistically yeah. about the game because, like. So going back to that Bradigus example, people are like, "Yeah, but he didn't win." It's like, it's like <laughs> if, if you want to take in all the complexities of all the data points and all the people playing this game and the number of dice rolled, etc., can we just seriously talk about this guy from a like a so what perspective? If 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 I'm allowed to play another five minutes with him and I never lose a game ever again with him. I, I actively stopped playing him because he was so degenerate. I didn't take him to the WTC. My whole team wanted me to, and I didn't take him because I fucking hated every second of playing that guy. Was yeah. he still? Was he unnerfed? He was nerfed before that, right? He was. I th- was uh, no, no, I think so. That was WTC 2015. I think. I think he was still okay at that point. I think he got nerfed like a month or two later. I can't even remember what the nerf was. was it the I remember. I remember the episode where the nerf came out, though. That might have been the it, best War Machine episode that's ever came the out. Shifting ever. Nerf. The shifting yep, stone nerf. The shifting stone nerf. Yeah, that yeah. would have been so funny. Oh, yeah, my that was God. <laughs> I think that was that was about a month or two after the WTC from memory. Oh man. Um, so the, I could have uh, taken that Kruger two list, which I played every round, and and um, except one, um, yep. and and Bradigus, and that would have just been just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man, that would nuts. Was that the WTC he was carrying in the history of the game? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Come on, probably the worst. And we were talking about yeah, it a little while ago, and I think Kruger two just made the point that Kruger two is probably over the course of the whole entire run of the game. Kruger two is the best caster. Period. He just is always the best. Yeah, I mean, you see things like Gatsby 2 and uh, Denny Body and Soul and Runes sure. of War and stuff come and 
like rise to the top at various points, but you know, over 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 such a long time being so playable. Um, yeah. yeah, he's probably got the got the mantle. Only contested, but like even like Haley too, right? Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. probably the best caster for six years, but then she died for like four. Yep. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's probably got the crown for like best consistency, best pretty much MVP, <laughs> MVP over yeah. eleven years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job, Jess. <laughs> you, got, you, you did it. Well, I, I didn't want to. <laughs> Was I was going to ask? Was that the WTC where you did the uh, the death knell with uh, more money? No, that was the WTC before. So um, the, the WTC that we were just talking about that was Ireland, whereas 2014 was Poland. Um, oh, that's right. I, Ireland, uh, Ireland was funny. I played Haley Haley two versus Kruger two four times in a row. Oh. Um, so I was God. very practiced into that one. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 2014, uh, we we were 3-0 going into day two, and then we lost to Germany, Germany? Poland on the morning of Sunday. Oh, Poland. No, we lost oh. to the Polish team on the Sunday morning, which is, uh, and then we went into Sweden in round five. And so we were like, you know, we were, we were trying to win. So I said, Deno, I'm going to do something crazy. And he goes, now's the time. <laughs> and, uh, and that was that game. Fuck, that was fun. <laughs> Just for anyone who doesn't know, which I don't expect a lot of people to know, um, uh, Mark II, Mavana II could bring back solos. So um, teleported to Gallows Grove up, charged it with Mavana and killed it, teleported it back, uh, feated for one point of damage to bring back one Gallows Grove in front of my enemy's <laughs> army, um, then cast Death Nail through the Arc Node at, it was something like 10, like, Six to eight Stormblades, the Squire, Rupert Carvolo, Haley herself, yeah. uh, one or two other really important solos, uh, and like <laughs> something that was like even Jack Marshalling or something. So it was like, if this comes off, I'm going to kill essentially like half his army because it was yeah. a much smaller <laughs> game there. And it, and it went exactly the way I planned it. And I still only just won that game because. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> because circle infantry loses attrition battles when they're unsupported yeah. over time. <laughs> what <So>. a move. <laughs> God, that was fun. It's got to be the most oh, legendary move in, in all of War Machine, I think. I think it is, actually. Wait, which one? Th- that's that's it. That's the most legendary move of all time in War Machine. Uh, Moves magic. What that's, a move. That's very kind of you. God, there were some creative things you could do. You yeah. had. You might have been the most, and I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but you might have... Like you might have created like the most assassinations in the game. I don't know if that's a fair statement to say back then, you know, but you definitely killed a lot of people. (laughs) When when your only tool is a hammer, aka fucking 500 sets of shifting stones and Morvana (laughs) and all this like absolute jank ridiculousness, even like double teleporting, uh, double teleporting wolves and then like hellmouthing things twice like hellmouth yeah. twice was unheard of so you could create these little little subway sandwiches where the sandwich <laughs> closes in from each side when your only tool is just this these absolutely lunatic um uh assassinations then everything every assassination looks like a nail because yeah. uh god, <laughs> god it was god it was fun like i I actually hamstrung myself because I forgot how to play properly. <laughs> I didn't know. How to, I, I was playing a mini game called "Don't Kill My Shifting Stones" on turn one, and I'm just going to do weird shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, but thank you. That's a very that's a very kind thing to say. Oh, I, I just, it's, not, no, it's not kind. It's truth. 
You killed Purrier uh, twice in, you know. It's- <laughs> <laughs> like in hindsight, those weren't even the crazy ones. I was reminded the other day, I'll, I'll walk you through this one real quick, of Kaya 2. So, so Circle had a Legion problem back in Mark 2. We just couldn't yeah. fight them properly because their guns and shit way too effective into our very fragile pieces. So I came up with this thing called, I like to call it Avengers Assemble. Oh, yeah. What it is is... Laris runs 14 inches forward. One set of stones teleports another stone from another unit to create a yep. new triangle that Laris is now in. So Laris has one run 14 inches. Laris then gets teleported another eight plus base size, so let's call it two. So he's now 24 inches up the board. Kaya 2 charges one of those shifting stones forward and before attacking, uh, cast spirit shift to um, get within three inches of Laris plus her base size. So she's now 28 inches up the table, essentially. <laughs> and you are you oh start 30 God. minutes away from your, your yep. opponent. Right? <laughs> so then she then speaks. So then when her beasts finish activating, they teleport next to her. So my opponent went first and he just shuffled up with Lilith 2 preparing to shoot the shit out of me next turn. So I do Avengers Assemble. The whole shenanigans happen, and <laughs> Kyle pulls in like her four beasts around her, and they all like land in from out of the sky, literally surrounding Lilith and engaging Ravagors on weird angles and all this weird, painful shit. And I literally said to Dan, I said, um, okay, so I want to go to lunch. I'm going to come back in 45 minutes, and if you've solved this Rubik's Cube, you win. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I think Lilith dies. And uh, he, solved, he definitely solved it. He definitely got out of jail alive. It took him about 40 minutes of his 51 minute on his clock, but he did it. And I was like, uh, I was fine. Still can't play this matchup. <laughs> but like, the, like, no other faction could do anything like that, right? Get your entire battle group in your opponent's deployment zone, turn one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I played that list at one. The theme park was happened in what, 2017 when when the Wild Hunt came out. I was like, oh, I remember uh, Crump talking about this on a newscast. I was like, I guess I'll I'll give it a shot. And yeah. I I brought it to a tournament, and I was like, fuck it, no matter who I play round one, I'm gonna do it. I just want to say that I did it. And I played against the guy playing the Dreamer, and I was like, well, this isn't gonna go so well. But yeah, I did. He's like, I I was taunting, or he was taunting me. He's like, what are you gonna do? Bring your whole army uh, back after you? Uh, like strike me first or whatever get the first blood i was like no not exactly and then i just launched my whole army into his face he's like well that was a play and then you know manifest and, then he, gets, and then he gets smashed the look on his face was so worth it i don't care <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah. that's funny yeah uh some some uh that goes back to the sort of like a lot of that stuff has been removed from the game. And I think, again, I think the game is in probably the healthiest space it's ever been overall. Yeah. Um, mm. But I do, I do miss some of those, you know, opportunities. I think, uh, to explore. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I do miss it a lot. I miss the, I miss some of the list building, just kind of being a little more free, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You know? But uh, I think, you I know, like one of the original, one of, sorry, one of the original questions you asked of, do you think you could play themeless now? Um, maybe that's a way to explore. Well, Steve thinks uh, one of the next uh, big things, don't, you can, don't let me put words in your mouth, buddy, but uh, he thinks requisition options will go away eventually. Yeah, I think that the, what they should do, like because I play, I play Scorn primarily in, in Circle on the side, but uh, if you look at like Exalted, the theme benefit is... It, Absolutely insane. It's so good that you don't need 
uh, requisition points. The, the theme benefit is good enough. So I hope that is the next step, that they remove rec options completely. And then the, the theme benefits that are not seen as good enough get brought up to something similar. And then we just play, you can play vanilla. And the big benefit you get from playing in theme is these uh, theme bonuses. It's, it's whatever the theme benefit is. So corpses yeah. on Tharn or, or whatever, sure. or angry angry men off jacks in ventral um, yeah. masses. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. And, and as well, the game has gone, you know, 10 to 20% larger. So yeah. maybe it would be a way to compensate. I, I'm yet to think through the ramifications of that, but I, I like... I think it could be a p- good pathway forward. I like it. Or yeah. they could do like um, they could do like a secret masters for every faction, so you're not, yeah. you know, yeah. you pretty much like they're not friendly faction. Which I don't even know if it really matters to be honest. Like, I mean, well, it, a good, good litmus test there is if if Mulvana One is allowed to regrow minion units, is mm-hmm. that abusive? Mm-hmm. So uh, regrowing traders probably Sign not up. the end of the world. No, but either way, I agree with you in that start with them not being friendly faction. But there's, uh, you know, not, uh, there's not much friendly. I don't know. Is there even a friendly spell in the game anymore? You know, like uh, yeah. most stuff is friendly faction, so I don't even think it matters if uh, you know. Oh, you're probably right. So, but yep, then, but then, like in terms of inconsistency, right? Um, look at Secret Masters, you can't even consider regrowing any minion units with Morvana 1. But then look right. at something like Vengeance of Dunia. Oh, cool. I can put Pyatrol buffs on Warhogs and awesome. I can put like all those yeah. sort of crazy interactions that probably push the boundaries of the game, but also are exciting to explore. Like, like what, what's acceptable? And if we are going to choose that one of those, whether everything's friendly faction, like Hearts of Darkness and Vengeance of Dunia, or everything's not, like Secret Masters, um, then can we apply it consistently? Yeah, yeah I, agree. I agree. I, I also think, think it should be the Secret Masters route. I am not, well, first of all, yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of those themes anyway. I think they're not very good for the game, but uh, that's me. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, hey, because now minions are trolls and trolls are minions, yeah, and they've got so know, weird. And like, I think, or whatever it is. Yeah, right. For newer players, especially, it's Very not convenient. a good thing. You know, like I don't know. To me, anyway, I like if if you're going to be getting into like, uh, well, now Kato is all shaken up, but like you know, you're playing uh, what's the Flames in the Darkness before, and you're playing Zakova with a freaking Hurricane or you know some Cigar Jacks, and it's like it's kind of weird, you know. I, I think know. Yeah. full stop. A a no matter what theme, even if you can play in a cross-faction theme, a caster should not be able to take a battle group model uh, of a faction other than the one that is printed on its card. So like in, in Scorn too, Disciples of Agony, everybody says the best Scorn Beast is the Roadhog. Well, that's shit. Like, that's not good faction identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's really not been an overall great direction for the game to head in like gas and then like there are some moments where it's fine like nemo running a diffuse nemo four running a diffuser or whatever right sure, sure, but, and, sure. and if it was truly abusive i think we would have seen more zakova running a lancer in flames of the darkness for an arc mode yeah. but it's more just like it kind of feels a bit gross it kind of feels yeah. bad but, right, and, it, yeah. and i get that it's a way to essentially sell models right sure um, yeah so that minion play, uh, so that scorn players start picking up minions and vice versa. I think a healthier way to do it is through things like um, irregulars. So a good yeah. example might be Barnabas Zero. Now, as a circle player, I'm looking at playing him with a squid for some shenanigans, but also I'm now thinking about picking up a unit of Gatorman Posse because he 
makes them pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. And and that excites me because it doesn't sort of like kill the faction identity of circle casters running circle beasts. Right. It's more supplementary to my to my list that I have this little Barnabas plus Squid plus Posse module for what's that thirty three points I think. So yeah, about right. a third ish of the list becomes that without killing the like oh yeah here's Morvana running a Gatorman Rassler and yeah all that shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, and exactly. it's going to cause a lot of problems because I mean that Rassler went down to points two and now like I, I built a list with Xerxes two whose feat is science important, so you can play, play a wrestler. You can get effectively an eight-point damage buff on a Savage, and they have Crit Brutal, so they go to POW 21, I think, with Crit Brutal. That's insane. But it's it's just insane. Yeah. yeah. For seven. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how, how it pans out, and if there's like anything like super abusive. Um, yeah. We've got a couple of really good minion players as well who will... I think they'll find those, those cracks pretty quickly. Cool. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. God, what was I going to get out there? Damn it. Keep you running alone. You, you guys are blasting through stuff. Yeah. Well, I thought James didn't have much much time today, right? You're running pretty low. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm okay for a bit. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, oh, man, what was I going to get at? Damn it. Hmm. I don't know. Think, think it up. Uh, is there any jank you're looking at while Jess is thinking? Well, it's already lost. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, jank is is where my my heart and soul lives because when jank becomes a main list, then that's a good feeling. Um, Me too. <laughs> but but not right now. When I when I started initially, some examples would be Kai three with Repo three. I actually looked at playing her as a bit of more of a gunline, and then when that enemy engages you, um, you can hit them with synergy. And I wrote this weird list, but it actually relied on Wild Weirds. Um, cool. leveraging world weirds that have pretty good guns. And then I thought, okay, well, when they get close, how can I get my Storm Raptor to be plus three, plus three as part of my gun line? And world weirds don't have um, a melee weapon. <laughs> so I was like, oh, they can't make synergy. Wrong. They can slam things. So oh, what yeah. I started doing was writing this weird list with Argus's to make things def five so nice. that my, my mat three world uh, weirds could slam sl- stuff just to get synergy <laughs> up. So I started writing all this like weird, like Kaya three is a gun line, but then we'll slam you and punch you if you get too close. Yeah. That's hilarious. I didn't follow that through too much. And then same That's with, funny. same with, um, uh, Wormwood. So, uh, creating jank assassinations where you teleport the tree and then fill Cassius up on so many souls that he casts Dark Path so many times so that he and his tree leapfrog a couple of times. And then when he gets near the enemy caster, he casts the uh, Argus Animus to make them death five and then kill you <laughs> from range with guns. Um, uh, that could be, that could be kind of cute, but, um, I think we live in a game of less less jank and more just value. And so the, the natural thing that I want to explore next is obviously the living beasts to see yeah. how, how nuts they are. So I don't think I've written anything that would qualify as jank in that space. Um, I haven't even written anything like with super oppressive goats yet. So uh, it will be interesting to see how, how that pans out. It's more just, you know, balanced quality fun yeah. lists. You know what works here? So, is that the... the a crump's old P balder fertilizer gun shoot a feral guys thing because of the shivers. You can uh, you can do that shift a P balder around. So I might try that again. Shivers. Yeah, because you can the uh, world warden 
he casts his animus and Balder can't fit in there to forest walk, right? But once the um, World Warden casts the animus, Shivers can cast the animus and then it's big enough for Balder to fit in there. So you can zip oh, that's that's cute. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and so and so that has a sixteen inch threat, right? Because he's got a twelve inch control area that the um the well makes it fourteen, 14 and then yeah. so if you get it, he gets to the tip of fourteen inches and then he has reach. That's yep. cute. Um, probably not as effective in this in this day and age with uh, the quality of Boulder's attacks, but I like yeah. it. I like you, it. You, you drop the one wild Argus animus, you hit him once, that's uh what? Then they become defense two, defense six, because you're engaging <laughs> them and you unload on them. <laughs> True, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um because you are paying um what, two to teleport, one to uh, or one or two to cast wild anim- wild Argus animus and then yeah. and then unleash storm raptors. Yeah. You know what works better? Yeah. Just hand a fight storm raptors. Hey, now, what the, well, imagine the look on your opponent's face when you run a feral gas up, shoot it in the butt with a fertilizer gun, and suddenly Baldur's there. <laughs> imagine. They'll be like, is it 2011? What's happening? That guy's, uh, that guy's 14, 16, right? Yeah. He okay, is. No, no, this will be all right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. I really like Shivers. Uh, I really find him amazing with the storm raptor um mm. outside of that everything is kind of a bit janky but i really like him with the storm raptor do you think the uh riot quest solos and essentially the models themselves have been just too much um initially yes now with six point rec options going out the door i had kogan and scythe in a shitload of lists now uh i think they are in one each Right, out of good. out of you know like twenty odd. So um, initially yes, now no. I mean, if you <laughs> looked at Dolores, she looks nuts. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is a a unit in herself. I'm glad she is six points, and you got to pay for her now. I like. Yeah. I do like that sort of direction of rec points of on average four points, with some yeah. a few exceptions. Um, so definitely some fives and a lot of six in the support category. Just do it consistently. That's all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, um, it's interesting seeing the four new hordes, uh, the five new hordes juniors as well. They're all five. You can take them all as a rec point. Um, yeah. Obviously, that's a, a great a great selling point for them. But don't forget, Kruger 2, he's not good. Uh, sorry, Kruger 0, he's not good. You won't put him in lists. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard it. I, uh, I, heard. Built, I built a really stupid Ragnar list with uh, three. It's called We Three Kings. And, uh, oh, I love it. It's, yeah, it's got the three kings on. <laughs> I already love it. I don't. I don't yeah. even need to know anything else about it. I love it. Do you, do you have Do you have Magic Zero in it? And Horgle. Oh, amazing! Yeah, because <laughs> you can hotshot um, gargantuan. Yes. Can't you? you can. Well, you can take the. I took the Mountain King on him, so he that that kill shot spray is also yeah sweet. So I think I think it might have some legs, but I don't know. Oh <laughs> my God. And then. So Ragnar, Ragnar runs one, Hoggle runs yeah. one, and Magic Ragnar runs one. Ragnar has the Sea King, and uh, Magic has the uh, Glacier King. So because I, like I thought, I thought Steve thought it too, like that the Sea King might be better on Magic, but Chain Strike or his, his uh, four-inch weapons only in its only uh, his, his activation, so that you cannot jackhammer the four-inch melee. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So yeah, which, right. um, which which theme is that? Power Junior. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm pulling a bit of a Chris again. I know we're a bit all over the shop, but um, I just want to go back to that rec points, though. It's just reminded me. 
Cricket 2, uh, Cricket 0, fuck, I need, I'm so, sorry, out of habit saying Cricket 2. Cricket 0, he could literally have a blank card that says, give a living dude plus two strength and reach, and I would still take him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his, no. his abilities, on top he's of that, awesome. are absolutely ludicrous. Yes. Yeah, he casts two lightning storms for one fury with plus two range. Yeah, yeah. He's actually uh, fury five. He's actually yeah. control ten. He actually he has a cloud wall. He has an even better cloud wall because it can you can just not shoot him if 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 the minus three range is critical. How does anyone think he's bad? He's fucking yeah, insane. I heard he's horrible, though, so he must be. It's a bummer. One thing I'm sad about with the oh. zeros, just speaking on that, is that there was no child zero for Grimkin, for Pete's sake. <laughs> you know? I just yeah. wanted a little thing in a crib or something, but that's the okay. The one I really miss is, is Bart zero or something, you know, for Mercs. Yeah, they have enough, though. He's so cool. Uh, I love Makeda zero. People really hate on her, too, but there's, like, another janky thing you could do. Celerity She's the best on- design one. Yeah, she's, she is, she's, she's the best design one. Yeah. She's awesome. But you can put Celerity on Naresh, and it affects his Cyclone, so then he, he Cyclones 8. Uh, you can put Elasticity on the guy, and I think he has like a 19-inch threat range, and you can whip him up so he's Mat 7, power 16 or something. Not bad. No, that's like good. It. Worth, a, worth a, a fun try. Yep. I, don't I, know. Just wrote, they're, they're I just wrote the three kings list, sorry, as well. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. I can, I just, <laughs> can I just double check this with you? Power of Dunia, Ragnar Sea King, Horgul Glacier King, Madrak Mountain King, Dunia Knot, Minstone with the yep. with the cold elder. Exactly. Points. Yep, that's exactly oh, it. <laughs> I love that. I just love that so much. I think, it, I, think it, I think it might have some legs, but if the juniors die, you're, you're effed. So. Well, you can dig them in. Yep, exactly. You can dig them in. You know, I don't know. They're, they're, cool. sitting, they're sitting behind a wall of giant bases. They're never going to die. Yeah, no, that's probably true, but it sounds yeah, pretty sweet. The so. only thing you might have to mess with, you know, figure out which, which beast is best on which, because I think I feel like the Sea King might be the best on Madrak, because he's the, one, yeah. the most melee-centric one, and, so, and they'll have the armor buff. But uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty fun. And it's yeah, feet, that's like it's just so good when, when stuff's going to come, you just feed, and you're not going to kill them. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe Warwolf stalkers do now with PS25, but <laughs> I'll get in there. Oh my god, this but... list is so good. <laughs> uh, one more circle centric thing, and then we can keep. Can't we just talk about trolls? If you want to uh, rank the top three casters in the faction, or uh, Tom ranked all the casters, so he, he put them in different categories. Whatever, you, whichever yeah, you like. Just in, in uh, tiers is how we, how the other guys have been doing them. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so because we talked about uh, the circle casters not really changing that much, um, it's kind of probably very similar to what it was before. It's more affected by are their are their beasts are their beasts or not elevated them. So it might be worth. I might just give you like a super quick uh, drive by of if oh. I think they've gone up or down or oh, just sure. stayed the same. Yeah. Um, because the only, like, really the only cast, like, if you just look at the casters in a vacuum, Bradigus obviously got a buff. Is it impactful? Probably very, very, very minor. Um, Wormwood going into Secret Masters is excellent. That elevates him a little bit, and he was already very good. And that's about it honestly, in terms of casters. Like, I don't think anything else changes. So what I'll do is I'll just pull up um, 
uh, so I've got the list here of casters. What I'll do is I'll give you my gut reaction is to if I think you'll see them played more and the rough tier they're in. How about Perfect. that? That sounds good. All right, Boulder one. Uh, probably Keep still it. like a solid. So my tier, by the way, is S through to F. So yep, S we'll being S being sort of meta warping, uh, A being very good, and F being a fail. Um, right. uh, so Boulder one probably still a B, maybe a B plus, super reliable. Uh, the times have moved a bit past him in terms of even, him running. Even yeah. with the sweet uh, fast Boulder special I just described to you, even with the, I mean that's why he got a plus. Oh, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, he still runs a reliable list, um, but nothing has super changed for him. It's not like the World Wrath or anything has been pumped up so much that he's a, a rock star now. Hmm. Uh, so I give him B plus. Boulder two. Uh, I think he's got a little bit of stock in that he can make our, our heavies um, uh, even more reliable. The the living ones. He he's, he was one of those casters who moved away from um, the the world builds into the sort of megalith and other fairy friends builds. Um, the the problem is that plus three armor ain't what it used to be. So I give him a uh, maybe a B minus, but I think he's he'll be you'll he'll, you'll see him a bit more. Um, Bradigus a C. Uh, I think you'll see him a tiny bit more because people will experiment with him. Uh, Grail, a couple of missed opportunities. I would have loved to see like like if, uh, some sort of benefit that gave wolf wolf infantry like gang if they're with a beast next to them or something. So yeah. skinwalkers and wolves of Orbros and stuff get actually something useful. Um, yeah. oh, Mirage is another one that fucking kills me. Um, oh. What a missed opportunity again. Yeah. Uh, so Grail is still... You know, Isaiah, you know just... Oh, anyway, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Compare those two. Um, Grail, uh, I've never really been a massive Grail fan. I do want to play him a bit more. Um, also, with his circle, things like Kogan um, become, will be coming a little less popular. Um, and Storm Rager, you know, only really be able to get on two targets per turn maximum. Um, I think uh, he's probably a B- minus at best. Iona, basically unchanged, uh, the most boring caster in the universe. Um, <laughs> she's still she's still good at what she does. Uh, I won't be playing her. Uh, three Kaya's. This is where it gets a little interesting. I already thought Kaya 1 was good. I liked Soothing Song on her. I think she runs be- um, Circle Beast incredibly well um, and that she had some really interesting options in Secret Masters um, for things like Dunians and Valkyries and... And, and then Kruger Zero obviously helping her out. Um, I think that her changes were unimpactful, but you'll see her more because of the changes to the beasts around her. Um, I'd actually give start to be looking at maybe giving her a B plus. Kaya 2, a massive change. Um, I think you'll see a lot more of her with how good beasts are plus un- unyielding. Um, you've got like 16, 21 beasts now in Loki and... Um, Oh, sorry, not Loki, uh, Gedrix. Um, and just to be clear, Wild Hunt is, is massively in the picture now that you basically get free Animai forever. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I want to hesitantly say um, maybe an A for Kaya 2. Oh, nice. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if she still auto-loses on Scenario or not. Um, uh, and and just sort of how how good Circle Beasts become. Um, <clears throat> she's also one of those casters that can get the beast threatening fifteen plus inches. So 
uh, yes. really will always be sort of, you know, yeah. potential boogeyman. Uh, Kaya 3, uh, one of the worst design casts I've ever seen. You can't convince me that the selling point of, um, of Fog of War and the Synergy on the same caster. Soothing Song does a long way to help, goes a long way to help her order of activation issues. Um, but Flashing Blade isn't sort of the what she needs. Again, same thing about beasts. If the beasts just carry her over the finish line, then sure. At best, she might be an A minus, is my guess. Uh, but I'll probably end up giving her a B. And I don't think PS26 Warp Wolves are that much better than PS23 Warp Wolves. No, no. Um, uh, feel free to jump in as well if you've got any sort of like opinions or Kyle ideas. Kyle still have Pack Hunter. Yeah. Hey. Kaya one, yeah. she's still the pack under rule. Yep, yep. So her beasts are now Matt eight, nine. Matt nine with primal. Yeah, that's, yep. that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Pretty and insane. Matt 10, I think. Matt ten on the characters. So yeah, that's, that's legit, man. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I agree with you. Like flashing beta is definitely not what she needed. But like, I guess if you want to send her in there, it's, it's not going to hurt you. I don't know. So. Yeah, I guess it doesn't hurt. But yeah, you're no, yeah. you're totally right. I, I played a game with, uh, a while ago with her where I, I just spammed wild Argus to get those sick combo strikes. But it's just I don't know. She's so static. That's just not not what Circle does. Circle boring. Definitely yeah, not. there might be something to explore in in the five point Arguses now. Maybe I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I was playing um, kind of two with four ferals before this update was even announced. So. <laughs> yeah, you're just ahead of the times. You're just, oh, yeah. You've just been like you're just like hamstrung yourself, and now now you've recovered from the injury, and, and you've actually got rocket boots on. So <laughs> well done. Um, oh, all right, Chromac one. This is the one I'm excited about. Um, yep. To me, he was a bones only caster prior to the update and his bones list was really good um now it got even better because of how many points you save in bones megalith is um one point more than a world guardian why would you ever not not take him so his bones list um got him that i was already excited about got a massive upgrade as well as um his wild hunt list i think is really good so warpath and wild aggression um can can win games on its own when you've already got some of the fastest beasts and in wild hunt now you're often taking one black clad plus a well or two black clads plus a well meaning you can have up to three black clads um and that spell is just that that is faction defining for me yeah um so here's his wild hunt list i've actually written a list with four four heavies Krug Zero and a Wild Weird, and then the Reeve module because they're good with him now that's cool um to yeah, the point where I, yeah, Kruger Zero is just nuts with him. So, uh, I mean, the thing you got to remember as well is quite often how a circle activation is now going to pan out is Kruger Zero or a Gorex or a Feral cast Primal on, or even the caster, cast Primal on something for one instead of two. That beast then goes in and does its work. Um it's it's Matt seven and it's berserking or it's whatever. Let's say it's a stalker, or it's wild aggressioning or it's whatever it's doing plus two armor, um, and then it's casting sprint normally for one, so for zero after it kills a bunch of stuff and then runs away either six or nine inches um, because of warpath, or it's got an insane threat, or it's um or it's killing a bunch of stuff, warpathing across to another area, killing a bunch more stuff and then running away for free. So he's going to do a really good job of protecting them through uh, Bestial. Is he can play a lot more forward now with Kruger putting his clouds out? Um, yep. 
I'm super, super excited for Cromac. Uh, my early, I want to say he might be pushing S. Oh, uh, nice. Because, nice. because his, his previous problem was uh, his survivability as well. If you want to get Bessiel up there, he's going to die. Well, yeah. Kruger's like, have a cloud, mate. Have two. No one can see you. And if they can, you're too far away. So <laughs> yeah. how about you just suck it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really want to say I think he'll be pushing S. I think he might become a major meta consideration. Uh, I just need to see it in the context of the other changes, really. Yeah, sure. Uh, Chromec too. He'll be he'll be fun. Um, he runs a good living war group uh, battle group anyway. Uh, he'll take them. He'll turn them up a few uh, notches. So I mean, he'll be he'll be good. Um, I don't think he's sort of the golden bullet or anything. Um, I think he might be an A just on the back of how good beasts are. Wow. Um, and I don't think you play him in anything outside of Wild Hunt. No, that makes sense. Uh, Cricket 2 is still going to be really good. Um, his list is just going to change direction a fair bit. I think you might see him a bit more in Bones now than Secret Masters because of rec options and just how good Bones is. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I read a, a list of the Fulcrum in it just because it makes him Magic 8 and then Hermit oh, makes awesome. him Magic 10. Makes your Blackclads Magic 8. Makes your Stone Shapers Sprays even Magic 7 if you need more infantry removal. Um I think you you might see a little bit more list diversity with him, and I think he'll still be. In, I think he'll still be an S. His windstorm nerf hurts a little bit, but I he's think you'll still, still uh, see him as you know the premier circle caster. Okay, I was going to ask: is is he still the the top caster in the game, or just yeah? Yeah, I think so. And and again, to go back to my original point, I think that's where the update has maybe failed a smidge in mm. that mm. he's still best in class. Yeah, yep, that's true. But I mean, if they reduce the gap between him and other the other factions or the other things or whatever, then great, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But if we're still seeing eighty percent Kruger two, lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. My initial pairing, for what it's worth, is Chromac one Una two. Um, nice. Uh, Kruger one, haven't thought about him at all. Uh, I think that that spell that he has, Gale Winds for plus three death, is going to be really good with the new living meta. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, when Def 17 plus Warp Wolves is exciting. Uh, but other than that, haven't really thought about it. Don't. He, he has his time in the sun in, in that he's so good at and at sort of single wound infantry removal. Right. Um, but I'm not sure that that's where we're going to land. It kind of depends where the meta lands. If we need more... The Circle has such good anti-infantry anyway in terms of the Storm Raptor, Kruger Zeros, um, Clouds, and just Stalkers now berserking and killing everything even more that I don't yep. think he'll ever be like, oh, I wish I could kill, you know, 50 Temple... Maybe a 50 Temple Flame Guard become a thing or something. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. And then you uh, Lightning Tendrils on a, a Night Witch. Go, go. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Mosar, whatever. Um, nice <laughs> I, I have a soft spot for Mosar, but no, no. like the changes to him really aren't impactful. Um, yeah. So sorry, Kruger probably a C just because of his p- p- space in the meta. Mosar probably like a C minus. Um, uh, Morvana one uh, again, that like no real substantial changes, no real major changes to the way that she plays. And I don't, she doesn't make sort of be seeing as much as other casters. There's some mm. jank to be explored, but probably not. Um, 
Nirvana 2, pretty exciting. It's just a shame that her censure spell doesn't really work. I wish she had, like, Hex Blast or something. Yeah. Um, not Purification, but... Um, I think double double Raptors, double Mysteriders, now that they'll have Prowl and, and consequently Fog. It's good. By the way, anyone who has Fog uh, is just in love with the new Death Wolves who have a free corpse. You know, they also oh. have two corpses in Dev Host, if you didn't know. Yes. Nice. Pretty sweet. Awesome. Uh, but Mavana too, look, she's always one of those casters that is on the verge of being like potentially good overnight if because of how inherently strong rerolls are. So I think things like rerolls on Storm Raptors. Um, are really good and they now support new mist riders really well that's something i'm actually excited to explore um but i don't think she'll ever get up into the echelons of how good she used to be no probably not God, so, remember how shit the storm raptor was when it first came out jesus christ it's funny how things change so maybe maybe like an a minus just on the back of how good she she can be without trying um Almost at the end, Tanith, uh, Tanith is in this weird spot where um, Kranich, Nis- Nicholas Rattel, I think his name is, from Canada, sort of pioneered that Croak Raiders, lots of solos, double Dune and double Primal list of Denial, uh, which seemed to be getting some, some traction. For me, she doesn't really solve any problems that the other ones can't do, and she doesn't really bring any bigger questions. Um, she's probably another one I'm excited to explore. She does have a pretty interesting kit or um wolves things like admonition even things like her feet with the world wrath um like maybe that's something you could explore for some some jank but i think i'd rather just play a consistently good game so do you you uh, think uh scything touch could go back to model unit the way it was in in mark two good question Um, also no the answer is yes (laughs) meeting adjourned moving on we did it. That's a good job. <laughs> Best sliding touch target is a black guy that walks and then teleports. That's um, awesome. it's, uh, just as good as a void or a void icon. Yeah. Except yeah. Blood, yeah. Blood. <laughs> so, so good. So good. Unitu. <clears throat> um, Unitu. Oh, another one of my favorites. Uh, I, I thought she was really good. She can run the Storm Raptors really well. And then she's got <laughs> a really nice. Oh, I love a Storm Raptor. Nice. Um, uh, she runs uh, new primal griffins really well as well, and then crew mm-hmm. zero um, a feral under her with mirage and uh, oh, rage and all these things um, can just go absolutely nuts. So really like that. Um, uh, she's got a soft spot in my heart, so I'll give her an A as well, nice. just because of how good hand of fate is. Um, similar yeah. principle to Mavana too. Um, yep, really like her. Uh, which is weird because she looks boring on paper. Yeah. Um, I've I've had massive success with her as well. I played her with Double Storm Raptors at CanCon just before COVID hit, which was our biggest tournament, and uh, I managed to win against your mate, Larry Chris, in the finals. Oh, nice. Um, and took it out playing Una five times and Kruger once. Oh, so, awesome. yeah, I think she's she's underrated. Cool. Um, yeah. And then finally, Wormwood. Uh, yeah, he gets a new lease on life in Secret Masters. He's exciting to explore. So, uh, and he's he's a very good caster. He's a really good caster, and he's also one of those casters like Kruger too that doesn't you know need special things in his battle group or units or whatever. He can just he's friendly to everyone. Right. You yeah. know, the Shadows doesn't need a specific target helmet. Like doesn't need requirements. Same with um, Hellmouth. 
Uh, same with putting down forest, same with his feet. So that's where I'd be, look, if I wanted to do creative things, do that. Um, Wormwood in Secret Masters, uh, Morvana with those modules we talked about, and Tanith with um, some Living Beast, maybe the Wrath. That's where I'd go for creativity. So Wormwood, to me, he was already an A, probably gets an A plus now. Nice. That's awesome. I think well, that's, that's it. Sorry. Sorry. That was a bit long-winded, but... No, that was perfect. Yeah. Exactly what we're looking for. Hey, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, Wormwood, I think, is the versatility is what really... Uh, sets him apart, you know, he can do yeah. his defensive bits and he is, does a lot of work himself. Remove from play stuff, damage buffing. He's just awesome. He does it yeah, all. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, cool. Does Tanith still have the affliction spell? Whatever it's yeah. called now? It's affliction. Yeah. Minus, minus two damage and one okay. point of damage. I think it is affliction. Yeah. Okay. It's just God, her main changes were that she got uh, her gun is now range 12, power 14, and then AoE for Shadowbind if it hits. And then she got um, signs of important dark power on her magic attack and magic damage. So, yeah. So maybe maybe a wild wrath is a is a thing with her. Um, Sure. Wild war beast intense battle group are in her control range. She can channel spells through them, and the cost goes down by one to a minimum of one. Yeah. So her bleeds go down to cost one, and her risks go down to cost two. That's pretty good. yeah, and then three, uh, four dice to hit drop the lowest. lowest. Three dice, yeah. three dice drop the lowest on blue. Yeah, that seems uh, like you could do some work there. Yeah. yeah. Is it enough in this day and age of Kashyap no. 2 and a million boxes of armor a million? Probably not. No. Oh, we'll see. That's unfortunate. Go, go, affliction. The armor don't matter. True. Yeah, it's perfect. It's genius. What do, you, what, do you, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about sort of where, where circles at? I think Circle, uh, well, we've been talking about, everybody we've talked about so far thinks that Kador came out the best. I think Circle is right behind him. I really like the the Living Warbies changes open up the faction so much. Wormwood and Secret Masters is huge for him. And uh, Kruger's toys all got touched, but he himself really didn't get nerfed all that much, like you said. So he's probably still king of the castle. I mean, um, I don't know. This, the, the Windstorm nerf, like... It is a nerf. It, well, it's a change, I guess. I think... It, out of all the other casters that I have, I, old witch her her the most. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still good, you know, but it's not as good. Where do you Go think ahead. they sit relative? To, so, there's 15 factions in the game. So, you sure. think? Top do you, Did I hear you say Kator one, Circle two? Uh, no, I think uh, that in terms of the buffs, I think Kator got oh, right, buffed right. The, the most. I don't know if they'll be the top faction, but I do think Circle is uh, is in the top three because I think they were pretty good on the back of. Kruger and Wormwood already, and then these buffs just opened up more uh, different. Yeah, and Secret Master seems like something that's going to be pretty fun. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could be you could be the fifteenth faction if you want to rank them that way. You could be the worst faction, fifteenth out of fifteenth, get the most buffs, still be fifteenth, and that's a fail. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it could it could go a, a couple of ways in terms of like the quality of the buffs. Overall, what I do like is that Circle's roster was pretty sort of, you know, stable prior. Stable. And now now that, yeah, and now, as, as I said at the start, you could play any combination of any four themes and I'd be like, yep, that's legit. I think that, 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 is, that is a good. mark of a good update, you know, like, yeah, that you can do that. Right. So. And like you said several times, you know, that there are things that they missed for sure, but if that's the, the uh, net of the outcome is that you have 
all four themes are completely viable. Uh, a lot more casters will see play than I do think it's been wildly successful. So, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that um, in terms of where they sit in the sort of pile of fifteen factions, I think unfortunately some of the good or you know, if if we rank every faction. You know, in if if we want every faction to be a fifty out of one hundred, right? The average of the quality of a faction is fifty out of one hundred. The worst yeah. faction is like it's important to remember it's not a storm in a teacup. I think the worst faction, if it's Signar, might still be a forty-five, and sure. the best faction, if it is, I'll just make up something, Infernals, um, it might be like a fifty-seven or something. That the gap between first and last continues, I think, to get tighter i'm not sure if it's happened in this update or not no i, I agree with that i don't, I don't think it has you know but no it is fine the disparity is not as high as in my opinion is not as the gap's not as wide as it was in mark ii where like you had no circle signar cricks and legion that were Kings. at different points in the game head and shoulders above you know one else almost, yeah. but minions was always the shithole bottom, yep. and you know, scorn was right there too. So it was like, and maybe that's just where we are, where we're you know, we are America, like we live in America, and we have we perceive this meta more than you guys, what you had over there. But that's what we, that's how I saw it in Mark Two anyway. But I don't think the gap is that big anymore. I think you could play whatever you want really and still yeah. be successful. So yeah, I, think, I also I think it has to do with a lot more. Like Colin Hill can beat anybody. Because that guy's better than you are, you know. So, but <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think yeah, it's I a little closer, so it's good. I remember looking at uh, when the WTC uh, wrap up podcast would come around. You know, like every every cast would do its wrap up thing, and most people would break down the faction win percentage. And I think that's kind of what you just brought up. Like if if you start at fifty percent win rate, basically, and in Mark II, I think you're right, Jess, that it was like minions was. Super low, and Crix yeah, Mer- Mercs too was it at the time? Yeah, but. and then Crix and Legion were always crazy high, but I and, and I don't think that's the case. I think the gap is closer, which is good, good for the game. Yep. I it's think hard so. to talk about the factions of this game as well when you know a faction for some people might be Kruger too, a faction for yeah, other people enough. might be fifteen different casters out of the available twenty. Yeah, and so, yeah. what what I think would be really interesting is if. You noticed when I talked through the casters, I don't think I gave out any Ds or Fs. No. Right. Um, and only two Ss, I think it was, Chromac and, and Kruger, Kruger. And then the yeah. rest were between A plus through to a couple C-Mode. of Cs. From so, from- like, I think that's a pretty healthy spread in terms of a competitive game of this size. I agree. I mean, I, like you said, I do think they can adjust things and make, you know, like those C... Those C tier facts just bees. Then make them bees and make them better. Or I don't know. I don't think yeah. there's any any D tier or any F tier casters in the game. Period. Full stop. There might be some Ds here and there. But like uh, Jess and I have I started some, doing. I know some signal players who reckon there would be probably the whole okay. faction. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that might be you know. I think they're okay. I don't know. I'm, I don't play. A, so. That could be yeah. a, a feature of the players or that perception for Signal being always being the abused right ahead of Step Child, which is odd for the the poster boy faction, but that's okay. But yeah, yeah it I, is. Jess and I have started our you know not we don't do it every podcast, but we do a faction rating, kind of like I mean, 
the secrets out, I guess. That we, we just ripped off of what Chain Attack used to do, but nobody does that kind of thing anymore. I think it's kind of cool to rate casters like that. And I'm really... Someone needs to pick up the mantle. Yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm really struggling to find a caster who would be considered an F. It's just garbage tier terrible yeah yeah it, it'll be cool. interesting to see as well like after this update i don't know but like um so i think circle it like the the representation we gave them there there is relatively healthy are there going to be any factions where the one that jumps to mind is cricks right where basically until this update it was scar one scar three right yeah, yeah. um uh, with a few exceptions, but Scar 1 is still pushing S and carrying the faction on her back with Scar 3 supporting. Um, let's just imagine that they got mega buffed and in Cricks, the Cricks faction can be relabeled the Scar 1, Scar 3 faction because that's what you'll see 99.9% of the right. time. Hmm. Do we give Cricks... Are Cricks going to be, you know, S tier because those two dudes carry it and if you took them out they'd be F tier or like where we land overall are we going to have a pretty normal distribution similar to circle across every faction in that you know out of the 20 casters you get two S's four A's four B's ten C's and two F's or something like what what will that when we say you know Menoth won this event, does that actually mean it was Testament one and two, or does it mean right. it could have been any out of you know fifteen out of twenty casters that are actually in the conversation? Right. Um, that'll be that'll be exciting to see. Yes, I hope I hope it's the the latter where it's all you know a spread of all the casters because it's a lot more fun. But yeah, I, don't know. I mean sometimes it is it is hard to prepare for um for a tournament, an event, whatever, when the thing that you're preparing for is so nebulous. So what yes. I what I mean is when until now, if you're playing circle, you can be almost ninety percent sure that you're gonna play against Kruger too, right? Yeah. So you know what to prepare for and what to do. And but now it's gonna be more like, you know, you're playing circle prepare for stalkers or prepare for high right. strength base. Like what yeah. is the faction identity and how do I prepare for it? Hmm. Um, that's going to be a really interesting thing going forward because for some fact, my prediction is that for some factions, it'll be prepare for these two casters. For some okay. others, it will be prepare for storm Raptors or prepare for a shitload of heavies or, or, I mean, Infernals are a good example as well. Prepare for a fuckload of heavies. That's the general game plan, but they sure. come in different flavors, whether it's they punch you really hard via Omidamus or they just play a really great all-rounded game like Zadaroth, or actually it's a million charges and it's Sloan in Hearts of Darkness. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Are we gonna, do you reckon we'll see generalist lists that can play into the, a lot of the field or anything targeted? Or I, I think we're... In the Wild West again, and I think this this time is really good for people who have the build ability your own to list. build your own list. It's not really good for the meta chasers, you know, because there's not really uh, uh, a winner in the meta or ahead of the meta to, to point to to be like, hey, just follow this this template and move on. I do think generalist lists uh, will be popular again. I think yep. uh, their stated goal was to get infantry back on the board, and I feel like even just the points reductions has succeeded in that on most of my list builds anyway outside of circle uh i get a lot of troops back on the board and if, if we see that again uh we haven't seen that in for three years something like that yep. of troops yep. yeah yeah it boils I mean, down to um in a game with like 250 casters and you could literally just like you could you could play a game a day for a whole year and never play anything similar every time right. um 
I think you just need to go back to first principles and just build something that's strong that you know that can play into a lot of the field. And if it rises to the top and people start to counter you, then great, you've made your you've made your mark, you've done something cool, and you've now created a meta cycle where people will chase the rock to beat your scissors, and right. then they'll look at the next paper to beat that rock. You know? Yeah, right. yeah. That's how I generally like build a list pair is have a caster that has like Sebastro, for example, is, you know, pretty much a take all caster. Lucas can do it too now, but before well, he couldn't, you know, but like, so I build them as the caster. I'm going to play into everything. And then I had, I built Gearheart to play into, uh, when I won that event years ago, it was, I built him to, I just pretty much took Pat, uh, Dunford's list. And built it for and took it into uh, Legion. And I also played it into Scorn, which yeah. failed me horribly, but oh well. Yeah. So, yeah. the inside hot take is that we might, if, we, if there's one list that comes out of this, like very early on, I would not be surprised if Wanderer Dread Rot Spam became oh, yeah. a thing. Well, I would, yeah, I mean, I've been doing that for years, so. <laughs> Oh, I had him again. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to stay in two units with him, but I think you know he was—he is my favorite caster, in the, and I am obsessed with that. That's the only reason I bought into Gremkin is because of him. But uh, yeah, he's sweet. So yeah. his defilers yeah. are so his archons are the nuts too. But so. his his list is definitely the the winner of the the hipster list so far. If you see all the shatter, like in uh, the transition to Mark Two to Mark Three. The, mm. the king king hipster was Wormwood, and I think the only person who had a, a real uh, stake to any claim in in Wormwood stock was Crump. You know, he played Wormwood yeah. that was his boy for a long time, and then as, as soon as Wormwood got buffed, all these circle players kind of like, oh yeah, I've been I've been playing Wormwood for five years. <laughs> no, you have no, you have. I'm, I'm playing Wormwood in the womb. Uh, he's actually yeah, my favorite. Really <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, no, I didn't jump on the bandwagon. No. <laughs> no. I do agree with you, though, that that list is going to be strong. Yeah, it really is. But I don't know, though. Like, I, to me, in my opinion, I like to have one unit of Nace Slayers for the threat range difference, you know, because it it does have a static threat range with the uh, Dread Rods. What do you think about that? Well, I mean... Yeah, um, the the best the the sort of best threat range you can get from infantry and grimkin is miraging Nayslayers under a Malady Man with Dreamer. So therefore, they eleven base, thirteen with um, Malady, fifteen with Mirage, and then if you pull off a um, abyssal gate to move something three inches, it makes them pseudo eighteen inches or sure. um, or a massive gallows roll from old mate. But right, right. look, even just Wanderer going, uh, you're fled and beaconed, and now my Mac yeah. 10, 13 inch threat horde of dread rots that are impossible to hit and recur, uh, will just they'll brute force their way there eventually. No, I agree. Not what against me. So quick, uh, I guess side tangent because you play Grimkin too. What do you? How do you think about <laughs> that? How do you feel about their up the up yeah, really cool. It was a nice little surprise at the end to see um, uh, the Death Knell get yes. uh, a call for return if it has zero. So huge. That is a, a monstrous change. It might even be too good to be honest because um because of the way that you can share corpses around now uh like cage rages are becoming arc nodes from yep. turn one in bump so my prediction there is that just because of the utility there that it, it steps on a lot of the theme benefit of um dark menagerie not all of it 
in that like you still need gremlin swarms if you want to run them hot. Gremlin swarms are great anyway. Yeah. Um, but my prediction is that we'll see a slight rise in bump. We'll see, as Chris said, we the age of uh, ponies is over and the age of pumpkin spice latte has begun. Um, <laughs> well, as I said that he said. Um, uh, so overall, um, I just think they're really nice changes. Nothing, nothing like majorly um, uh, like faction defining that's been changed uh, because Isaiah already existed. Right. But um, would have been nice to see a little king king change of some sort that makes him a bit more playable. But you look, they've had so many good releases recently in that Defiled Archons are great. Dreadrots are back on the table. Um, Madcaps are super good now, even, oh, even yeah. better. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they were already in a very good spot. Their beasts are really good. You know, like, um, if you look at the, I mean, I'm sure you're on the line as I Discord, I know you are, but like, you look at the American perception of like, you know, everyone thought they were shit forever. Why? That's so good. Yeah. Still so good. Bad about this faction. I mean, the the archons are. I am surprised they were not increased in points. Yeah, but whatever. So yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. I I put two in almost every list straight away. Oh, um, instantly, instantly. There's sixteen yeah. points. You know. So yeah. the the house the the house is a little questionable. Yes, uh, I think it's coming but, down a few points and the changes to drag have been very yeah. good, but it's got some it's got some very 2014 design behind it right. in my mind. Can I give you um, my Oh, I mean, like, I think it could be cool with. Uh, I mean, everyone plays it with child, but you can try it with other things. I don't know. But. Can I give you my cool hot fix for it? That I think would be kind of cool. Yeah. I, I think it would be sweet. What if it's when it shot something during the drag? That model was incorporeal, so you can pull stuff through other stuff. That would be mad. Oh, as in, it's just it's not really drag. It's hit and then place in base to base kind of thing. Effectively, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Point, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I think that kind of approach could have been taken with things like um, uh, Helios and, uh, and, and yeah, maybe the house definitely. Um, yeah, it's just one of those rules that, you know, good positioning uh, trumps. And I'm okay with good positioning trumping anything, really, but not when it's like, I had my one shot and now my 32-point activation is over. You just have to pretend yeah. that it doesn't have a gun. Um, but anyway, sorry, slightly off topic. I, I like the idea. Um, I think it, it runs well with child, and it brings another dimension of um, uh, of denial to the Grimkin game. And every sure. time you do that, every time you bring a new sort of dimension to what they can do, it actually force multiplies on top of, you know, they already are a limited faction with a smaller identity, one new big release like that opens up so much to what they, you know, what you could yeah. be facing when you see Grimkin. So yeah, in terms sure. of what that means for them, where they've landed and what it means, I think you see Dreamer Bricks are back. Um, yep. Dreadrots are back. Infantry is perfect. All their infantry is perfectly viable now. You probably yeah, still sure. won't see um, Hollow Men, but the rest of them no, are sure. still perfectly viable. Yep. And, and I think you'll see this even slightly brickier child house thing and then sure. defiled defileds are so good anyway that like they just add add another one or two out of ten to every list that they go into so look they were already in a good spot in the first place i think that they're going to be a strong a plus overall yep. i agree I like maybe the, 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 the which would change is huge too i think you know which would yeah absolutely to i um I haven't owned that model, so now oh, I need to go and own it. The only one I don't plan on owning is is the Frightmare. I just can't bring myself. Oh, I fucking hate that model. God, yeah, it's, it's not, not good. Yeah, it's not good. Let me not write good. you a poem about it. How's that? Would that make it any better? 
Because remember how they spoiled the faction? Oh, oh man. Poetry? Yeah. God damn it. In terms of <laughs> their, their SKUs as well, if they've, I'll just make up numbers again. If they've got, let's say, 50 entries, there are probably 48 that I'd consider putting on the table. Yep. Yeah, I can so. tell you exactly how many they have because I counted them one time. So I'm a maniac. Oh, there you go. I just got to find the fucking thing. Do you think they'll ever come out with another Warlock for Grimkin? I hope so. I do too. So. And, I really and, do. And it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be a fully-fledged Warlock. Like, I would have liked to see a junior. That's what um, I was like. But, I was hoping that with this zero round, you know, that yeah, we would get one too. Yeah. But... Um, I always think about like what's the direction of the game? Are we are we making it easier for new players if we do that kind of thing? So for veterans, the answer is yeah. Um, oh, I see. But I want their identity. Like I'd actually prefer to see the game as um as thirty smaller factions rather than fifteen bigger factions. So um, yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe just to keep them on a slow burn over time, but sure. but nothing sort of nothing crazy. What do you uh? This is a random, random question. I guess we could turn the recorder off, I guess, if we're going to tangent. Well, let's, but let's do a classic uh, sign-off. You guys want to do an Oz Machine style sign-off? Oh my god! Um, what what do, what do we even do? Oh yeah, no, I remember. I remember. I remember. James, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you go last. Okay, okay. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode fourteen of Full Tilt. Stephen, out. Jesse, out. Oops, out. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That was great. Give me a hand among the gum trees With lots of plum trees A sheep or two, a kangaroo A closed one out the back Veranda out the front And an old rocking chair Some whole thing Sorry Oh, isn't there some whole thing about uh, like the American government thinks that we're a, we're a prison and they're going to come save us. And yeah, yeah, yeah. the Fox News conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. <laughs> I think it's uh, been ongoing for a while, actually. <laughs> oh man, the tin the tinfoil hatters definitely think you guys are literally living in the Matrix, <laughs> just in, right. in those in the bubble things, which is fine. I did have some questions to, to break the ice a little bit before we get on. If that's all right. Yeah. No. Have you have you ever uh, seen a Yowie? A yowie. So a yowie, most Australians wouldn't know what the animal is, but they would know from, uh, there was like a chocolate that you could buy as a kid, uh, which was like, it was kind of like a little, like small bear or tree okay. creature or something. And you'd open it up and there would be like a little tiny, um, like toy inside it. Oh, uh, wow. That's as close as I've ever got to a yowie. What the hell is a yowie? <laughs> it's an Australian Sasquatch. <laughs> That's Australian yeah. Bigfoot. That's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's a that's good. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, man. And a follow up question: Have you ever met a strange lady? Made you nervous? Maybe took you in and gave you breakfast? Has that happened before? <laughs> Love it. Love it. Been <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Thanks, man. man. Thanks. I was uh, I was half tempted to introduce you as the man whose megalith who could not roll a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to hurt anyone's feelings. Uh, <laughs> oh. look, look, these days he doesn't even need to. It's more like a, like a seven because he's plus one mad. He's got chalk and he's got three rolls. He's got all these things. But it's still, look, it's what, six years later and it still stings? So. Yeah, okay, it see, okay, if it still stings, I'm not saying it then. No, we'll, we'll leave that one here. 
was the last event that you won? How many how many it's, events have you won since you since how long have you been playing again? You've been pretty active, right? Uh, how long have I been playing? Uh, I started playing in 2010, so 11 years ago. Well, I took no. a little bit of a hiatus. Hey? Yeah. You, you quit like a couple of years ago, right? For a hot minute. Uh, I, I took a hiatus. I don't I didn't think I quit, but I, well, no, I definitely okay, stopped enough. playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've done that too. Yeah. yeah no, 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 fair enough. Yeah, I took a hiatus too. Yeah, I took no, a cool. hiatus for about three years to focus on some career and work stuff. Yeah. And those um, mad gains there, buddy? I saw a picture of you. You got some fucking guns on you, don't you? No shit. No, no, no. They just pretend. They just deflate if you look. Okay. The carrot top method. You just get them planted in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I stopped playing for about three years. I had a little dabble in AOS, which was which was uh, literally fun. I just played some old school high elves and got, got trounced. Sure. And uh, and just gravitated back over time. It wasn't nice. it wasn't a hard choice. Nice. Yeah, I, think I recall like when you first started posting again in the Facebook groups, and everyone was excited. <laughs> oh yeah, so. oh, that's nice. That's nice. Save, you, save you returns. I think yeah. um I think as a twenty something year old, I I had a lot of like sort of time availability and just really wanted yeah. to be good. Um, whereas these days, look, I like being good at whatever I do, but sure. uh, it's more of a chance to, you know, hang out with mates, build up the community. Yeah, big time. Just have a yep, good time, yep. really. Yep, for sure. Yeah. yeah well, good, man. Jess, do you want when to handle When did you guys start playing? Uh, uh, 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, like right around Colossals, when the book Colossals came out, so we started. Yeah, cool. So, cool. Yeah. Oh, let me mute my fucking phone. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're dairymen. Both of us, we, we run a dairy by ourselves, so our job does yeah. not permit us to travel uh, very often. So we can't. Is that really because you're constantly looking covered. after, yeah, yeah, animals. cattle, covered in yep. shit all the time. Yeah, that's why. But yeah, so the, you, one event, the one big event we went to, I took third at, so that was pretty gratifying. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, and what was that? Uh, that was the qualifier. That was it. Was a qualifier, wasn't it? Yeah, the Intermountain Cup. The Intermountain Cup three years ago, I think now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. I like I, ca- I came back after a hiatus from the game and uh, picked up Cruising Guard, painted it. I got the uh, smoke trails in that night, the night before the event, painted them up, glued them all together, and then went and lost to Chandler from Line Sight in the fucking semis. Sick burn, man. When you say you can't travel... Is that because, um, like, the farm just needs constant attention? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we were pretty much like for a while. It was we were the only staff here, so we didn't have any. We didn't have any other people helping any employees, pretty much. So yeah, right. You know, now we have is some there, employees. Is there any really chance you could, like you can get like a like a weekend or like yeah, one of new covers or? Yep, yep, for sure. Nice, it's, nice. Uh, yeah, should be good. Yeah. Hey, should we kick off? Jess, do you want to do the... the you can intro, buddy. You, 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 got, you got some sweet fire. Oh, hang on. So. Hang on one second. I just spilled coffee fucking everywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll handle the intro. And then if you want to pop up with the questions or whatever, and we'll, we'll figure this out. Okay. We'll, we'll figure this shit out. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. We're doing it live. He might have actually spilled coffee. I think he did. I don't <laughs> yeah, think he did. He did. <laughs> What, what do you think I meant by I spilled coffee? I don't know. I think you pissed on your, your war machine bag once. Oh, it could have been anything. 
Oh, you could I could injure you that way. The huh. man whose dog peed on his war machine, Meg. Did that happen? You don't remember that? No. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh shit. It's fresh in my brain. I just I just listened to that episode. No, nice. <laughs> I remember that. Wow. What a smart De- I'm, I'm Demo's sure. laughter is so contagious. Oh it's not even funny, yeah, man. It's infectious. Hey? Oh my it god, is. dude. It's uh it's God, you you'd remember remember Oz Machine better than I do, but, but God, so many so many good memories, so many good throwbacks. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna bring up uh, poignant, just <laughs> oh, <yeah>. poignant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you remember? <laughs> shit, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Right. Anyway, 